So welcome everybody to the next in our series of podcasts where I get the opportunity to chat to our chairman's bonus qualifiers for 2020. And my name is Bob Parker. I'm the country manager for Forever Living here in the UK. I also have responsibility for Ireland and for Iceland. And it's my pleasure today to have Sam Forger Jeffries join me on our podcast. Sam, thank you for giving up the time to be with me this morning. I'm much appreciated. That's a pleasure. Thank you for having me. So um, the rest of the world doesn't know, but we don't live too far apart, actually. We're both in Warwickshire. You live in a, a beautiful village and very close, of course, to your mom and to your sister. And it was your mom that I first met in your entire family because she um, began her forever journey around about the same time as I did, 94, 95, didn't she? Yeah, it seems oh, so long ago now. So I've, um, you know, grown up using the products, obviously through my mum. So I think I was about nine when mum started the business so started obviously you know using the products from a young age and really watched my mum build an incredible business and really putting in the time and the energy that it takes to get something so successful at the end of it and you know seeing her now gosh nearly 25 years on and what she's created what forever's delivered um really you know has been so inspiring and so lovely to see I really love seeing when families get involved and, and there's your family, of course, and other examples in, in Forever. And I'm always curious to, to see how you as children responded to your mom running her own home-based business because, you know, nowadays lots of people run their own home-based business, but 20 odd years ago when your mom was starting, it was really unusual for somebody to be doing that. Yeah, it was really... Were you conscious really... of that as kids? I didn't even understand what she did didn't understand what she did really just knew she kind of sold aloe vera and that was sort of my understanding and obviously you know there's people coming into the house um regularly for planning meetings and team events that my mum was running um so I always remember it being sort of really friendly and and having sort of lovely warm people around um but yeah obviously you know now I understand it so much more and her reasons for wanting that home-based business um especially you know with children around and things as well which is exactly what I ended up wanting for my own children the flexibility of it so for the benefit of the new people listening to our podcast today how long have you been in forever and 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 what were the circumstances around you getting started apart from your mom of course so I've been with forever now for seven and a half years I think it's going to be eight years in August or September um, obviously, you know, I know I know about the company. I think that's quite rare sometimes for people to have that knowledge before most people are introduced, you know, to forever or network marketing through a friend or somebody that they meet. Um, however, I never thought it was something that I would do. Um, as you know, my sister's also um, with forever. She started, I think, about seven years before I did. Um, and I just never really sort of saw the benefits of it. I never really understood why they were putting all this time, all this effort in um, until my circumstances changed, really. So my background was in retail, a very traditional business. I had a wedding dress shop. That had been my dream. So I think, you know, visually, that's all I could see. That's all I wanted. And I was lucky enough to be able to create that and and tick that goal off I suppose however with a traditional business there was huge overheads it was stressful Um, you know I could only be in one shop at one place at a time without employing lots of staff there was huge overheads stock that I had to buy which was really expensive Um, I also don't have a business background so I was completely in there pretty much from um, you know college 
and then got married myself. Children came along after a couple of years of having the bridal business. And I just started to realize that actually, you know, being the face of that shop, I needed to be in there. If I was paying full-time staff, which I was, it wasn't getting the results that I was when I was in there. Um, and equally, it started taking me away from my children. And I didn't want to put them into nurseries, childcare, just through personal choice. You know, there's nothing wrong with that. I'm sure it's great for so many kids, but it's not what I wanted as a parent. So um, by the time Harry was two and Molly was a couple of months old, I was on maternity again, decided to sell that business and started to think of something that I could do from home, which I'm sure so many women in particular feel. Um, so finally listened to my mum and my sister and saw what they saw with Forever. And that's when things started to get a bit more exciting. I guess you'd also, of course, by that stage, had the advantage of seeing how successful they had been. So in some ways it ticks, ticks the box of does this is this a real business? Does it work? And I think that's oft, yeah. often a question that very many new people, as you said, most people are joining us, don't have the benefits of having their parents or their sister already involved. They've often never heard of us. Yeah, and absolutely. there are often doubts in people's mind. You must have found that with your own team as you built your own team, I guess. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, we all doubt ourselves, don't we? You know, lack of confidence is a huge thing. I think, you know, in my position as well, having um, sort of been on maternity leave, and I I think you can lose your confidence in um, work and what you're worth. And sometimes, you know, building that up again, plus the confidence in doing something that's a little bit different, that's outside of the box as well, that isn't always totally accepted or understood by other people. Whereas I suppose I had that inside view, having grown up with it a little bit um, and seeing firsthand what it did for my sister and also what it did for my mum. And I remember one of the best um, things kind of before I made my decision to really sort of get involved was my sister moved next door to me and she had a few like team barbecues with with her sort of local team and I went round just to kind of say hi and I thought actually all these people are just like me they're really nice they're really friendly and I can relate to them. So you had a few years of building your business in, in a normal world and then the pandemic comes along in March and I'm sure all of us thought it was going to be like two or three weeks and then we would be back to normal. <laughs> I'm sure very many of us thought, you know, how will we conduct our business, which essentially is in the past, whilst it was online, was also a face-to-face business. Um, what, what did you learn in, in 2020 in that pandemic? So much, mostly to be brave <laughs> and to keep your head down and keep on working hard. I mean, whenever I've done sort of any training for company events over the last few years and with building my business, I think I've always spoken about the importance for me of having a face-to-face business. I've built my business around my kitchen table. Most of my team are local. So we'll very much, you know, go out, have coffee, catch up, help each other, go out to do product events um, and build our business in person. Obviously, you know, over the last few years, um, social media has grown, online platforms have grown, things like Zoom, different ways of working. But I've always thought, well, you know, that's great as an extra, but in person is great. Um, And obviously that has its frustrations because it can take you away from your young family. You know, perhaps you didn't get to do bedtime or story time that night because you were doing a product launch. And then the pandemic hit and we didn't have that option. So we had 
be brave and take everything online, which I think, you know, I know for me, I'm not a technical person. I'm more of a pen and paper girl, face to face. That's how I am. Um, but I've really learned the advantages of doing this online. I can now put my children to bed or they can be, you know, down here in the house doing homework or things in the evening while I'm still able to hop onto Zoom, do a product party. It's done and dusted in half an hour, um, which I think is not only great for us and other business owners that we're helping, but when we're inviting our guests along and saying, you know, it's just half an hour of your time. You can grab yourself a glass of wine. You can have your cameras on or off. It's up to you we'll just give you some information have a chat have some fun and let us know um, at the end of it you know which are your favorite products what you'd like to order and the results have been brilliant okay i am um, i was involved well i have been involved for the last few months with a lot of online recognition meetings of course because that's the only way we can do them now um, and it's as i said to you earlier on before we start our podcast it's been very interesting to see how many people now are building significant businesses having joined after lockdown never ever having any other way of doing this but virtually and the building significant businesses i think uh, that's as you say great because it, it makes it, it, your time even more valuable you don't have to commit to so much travel time but i also think customers are now absolutely comfortable with this as well aren't they yeah, definitely. Um, I mean, like I've mentioned, our, our retail sales have grown so much, you know, even mine personally as well. And I think people have become used to buying this way. And of course, as a company, you know, I'm really proud to be able to say, look, there's a 60 day money back guarantee as well. So I know you can't feel this product on your skin right now or, you know, taste the gel. But if you're not happy, you can let me know and we will give you your money back. Yeah. And, you know, I haven't had one person use that um uh offer okay. either um but again you know it's just confidence all around for us and for our customers yeah so how do you think the pandemic in the longer term will have impacted on our business obviously what we're all seeing is an increased focus on health um, which of course you know being in that space with the type of products that we have that's been very beneficial we've seen a big increase in sales on anything related to the health i mean you live in the countryside as i do I, i've observed in our country lane i've never seen so many people walking or cycling yeah. or you know taking fresh air so that's very positive about our business what what other elements do you think have impacted positively on on the opportunity to have a home-based business Oh, so much. I think, you know, certainly with being online, we can reach more people as well. So even people that are working full time jobs, which is a large amount of people in our industry as well. Um, you know, we can do this online now. It does take less time. It's easy to fit in around other commitments. Um, but I think people have also realized that it's so important to have the stability of perhaps a sideline business and that extra income financially as well, because, you know, we've proven in this last year that we are COVID proof. Yeah. I mean, you, if you just reflect back on your previous career, if you'd have been building your forever business at the same time as having your bridal shop, I would have guessed that your bridal shop probably would have been closed for nearly a year now. And, you know, there must be thousands of people in industries that have been very badly affected by the lockdown. Yeah, and it's certainly something that I've thought about and reflected on a lot to think, okay. well, thank goodness I did change my career because, you know, the stress that so many people must be feeling just, you know, I really, really genuinely feel for those people. I can still remember, you know, even when I had my shop and just the stress of being on maternity leave and the overheads, that feeling in your tummy. 
and you know all the poor businesses um that must be feeling like that you know it's, people it's must feel awful. helpless aren't they you know they put their whole life sometimes their life savings into something and they can't even open up at the moment it's really yeah. really, really sad to see um, we, as you know, have been on a real recruitment drive. We've had lots and lots of people join us during the pandemic, many of whom are now you know, building substantial businesses. What would your message be as a more experienced person, somebody who's just qualified for chairman's bonus? You've, you've walked that walk. You've been through that journey. What, what would be your top tips for new people listening into the podcast as to what they should perhaps focus on in this next year? I think absolutely the main thing to focus on is what you want to get out of this what your goals are and what you're excited to work for my goal when I started was very much to cover my traditional business income so as I could stay at home and still feel independent and and sort of have that self-worth and that career progression as well I think with something like this you know I hear a lot oh I'll, I'll give it a go we'll give it a couple of months see what happens And I think that's the wrong attitude to come in with. I think you've got to come in with that excitement and think, okay, you know, this might take a few months. It might take a few years to get to where I want to be, but I'm going to keep my head down, stay consistent, follow the process, do what I'm being taught and just stick with it because it does happen when you make it happen. Yeah, I think... You know, there's no way you would have started your bridal business, for example, because of the amount of money that is needed to start a conventional business. You wouldn't go into those sort of businesses and go, well, I'll give it a try for a couple of months. It's not possible to do that, is it? And, And you know, one of the things I love about our business is it's such a low cost of entry. You've got no overheads, as you've said, no staff, no stock, no premises. The flip side of that, however, is sometimes people do have exactly that mindset that you've just reflected on. I'll give it a try. And it's almost impossible to get traction then, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. You've really got to look at this as a business decision. And rather than thinking 199.75 in your head, tell yourself that you invested £20,000 or more into it. Because, you know, when I look at my bridal shop, you know, just the setup costs of that alone were well over £20,000. And then, you know, the buying of the stock three times a year, you had to do that because you were committed to it with the brands that you stocked in there. Um, let alone all the overheads. With this um, startup business, less than £200, I am earning a hell of a lot more, five, six times more, perhaps, maybe probably more than that when you count the chairman's bonus checks in there as well, or the value of the holidays that we have and the other incentives um, through a much smaller investment. But I treated it as a business. Like it was worth so much more and like business. Yeah, I think that's really, really sound advice. If you treat it like a business and work it like a business, because, I mean, you were used to being self-employed. You had your own bridal shop. You know that in order to be successful, you have to turn up for work. And I think that's another strong message. You know, being your own boss in forever living as as a business owner is fantastic. But you need the responsibility to recognize that you need to put some time in if you're going to get some traction. Yeah, absolutely. And the next thing I need to do is open the door for my other cat, who is now meowing at it. I don't know if you can hear her. I'll give one second. Let her out. No problem at all. We don't need any accidents on our podcast. That is for sure. 
She doesn't like to use the cat flap. She, she you know, this is one of the joys of working from home. You didn't have this challenge when you were in the bridal shop, letting the no, cats and dogs out no, and the kids in. You'll probably come and chase her in a minute or, yeah, there'll be some drama. <laughs> so tell us a little bit about what, what are your goals now for, for 2021? You've obviously achieved a lot of great things, as you said, some great international travel trips, chairman's bonus on more than one occasion. Um, and of course, ordinarily, uh, we would all have been on a flight to Sydney, Australia to present your chairman's bonus check. That's normally what would have happened. Yeah, it's a bit uh, different, isn't it, this year? But good, because we've got some great plans for the team who will obviously be able to come online as well and experience in a slightly different way, but they'll still see what it's all about. And um, I think that's when the reality starts to hit about what's possible as well, when you see some of the amazing um, things and checks that people will be achieving as well. What gives you the most joy from your forever business now? Do you know, I feel really lucky and privileged to have a really lovely lifestyle um, and to be the type of parent that I want to be and to do the things that we want as a family, to have a nice home, have the children in a nice school. You know, my, uh, my husband and I have worked really hard as a team to be able to do that. So I feel really content and really lucky um, and so proud that I've sort of done that. And also that Harry and Molly, our two children, have seen us do that and they've seen the work they've know a little bit about what I do they've met lots of my team and I think a huge thing as well is it is the team members I've made some of the most incredible friends with forever um, there's a huge bunch of us that can't wait to go out back you know celebrating going out for dinners and you know having those like-minded people who are there to cheer you on, to look out for you, to tell you that you can, and equally for us to tell them that they can as well and to see them achieving what they've sort of started for. I think probably one of the things that we find hardest to describe to people who aren't involved in our industry is exactly that feeling of seeing somebody that you had the courage to share the opportunity with, reach out to, get them started and then to see them blossom and grow as a as an individual and to get some of the things that we've all got is amazing in fact if we were live now and people would see a cat has just wanted to <laughs> give you a big kiss which was lovely to see she's obviously very or he's obviously very proud of your achievements so. yeah yes. <laughs> sam thank you so much for your time today i'm sure the new people listening will have got a lot of inspiration from your story uh, it's a real success story a story of somebody who's been able to get that perfect work-life balance be able to spend more time with the family and enjoy a really really nice lifestyle so from myself uh, the wider staff team at uh, Longbridge Manor and of course the guys in the US were really proud of your achievements and look forward to seeing the presentation of your chairman's bonus check in a few weeks time thanks for being with us today Sam thanks so much for having me